Blog Talk Radio. Wake up, wake up, wake up, everybody. It's time for the news headlines for news junkies. And tonight I'm going to talk about some election issues. <clears throat> We've been hearing a lot about it, about these uh, issues in the news. And um, so what I'm going to talk about is are the illegals and also uh, disability welfare. <clears throat> so first of all, a headline is designed to grab your attention. <laughs> And over the last few years, you know, the news media people have been reporting the news using attention-getting adjectives like horrific or hideous or doomed or historic, controversial, hidden or secret or insanely evil or maddening. I mean, these are just a few of the adjectives that I picked out of the AOL headlines this week. <clears throat> I have noticed since the Pope was here that it's harder, I think, for the news media to try to get our attention back onto these horrible and hideous things that happen in a society where there's freedom. What I've never understood is that for the one hideous thing that happens somewhere in some tiny spot in the world, there were thousands of wonderful and loving caring acts of kindness going on at that same moment. Sometimes when the news media looks and looks and looks for something horrific or hideous to tell us and they can't find anything here in the United States, then they'll tell us about some horrific or hideous thing that happened in some country elsewhere in the world that we've never heard of. (laughs) And for that one act of road rage that happened... There were millions of people driving their cars on our roads and freeways with careful attention. I see them because I drive for Uber, and I'm out there on our California freeways. And people are driving respectfully and carefully and happily. And They're going to and from work, or they're going to see a friend, or going out to have some fun. I mean, let's try to remember the millions who are doing good and not just one badass act of road rage. So do you feel like you are manipulated by the news headlines? I ask this question because there is a very definite program going on right now to discredit Donald Trump because the Republicans just don't know what to do with him. (laughs) The problem with Donald Trump is that he answers to no one. He can't be manipulated and controlled. He's in charge of his own life, and he makes all of his own decisions based on what is best for him first. He does follow the, the classic commandment that Jesus said, Love thy God with all thy heart and thy neighbor as thyself. So the the the, uh, the commandment there is to first love God, which Donald Trump says he does, and secondly to love yourself and then your neighbor. And he certainly does uh, love himself. 
because he makes all his decisions based on what is best for him first. Now, I don't believe the story that he isn't serious about being president, because if that was true, then what is his true purpose? Is he working for Hillary? Is he in cahoots with the Clintons to keep things all mixed up on the Republican side of the aisle? He is uh, asking some questions that need to be answered, and no one's answering them. So I'm going to answer the illegal question. I'm in favor of granting citizenship to all illegal aliens whose children have been born here and then repeal the 14th Amendment. Because the 14th Amendment was adopted way back after the Civil War during our country's Reconstruction period when the South was not allowing black people to vote or to have other rights of a citizen. And that issue is not, is not a problem now. All black people can vote today. Now, right after Reconstruction, a black person only had one-fifth vote, so it took five black people to make one vote for someone. So this reduced a black person's representation in Congress to only one-fifth as well. So the 14th Amendment fixed all of that. Each black person now has a full vote. And I would also suggest that the present generation of black people in this country uh, uh, now are at the very least the eighth generation past the times of Reconstruction. So perhaps we should uh, set a new goal, be off of all welfare programs by the time they are the tenth generation. See, this would be 200 years past the Civil War. Because our educational system is strong enough in this country to prepare black people to be able to take their place as a full-fledged citizen and pay taxes and not have to still live off of the people who do work and pay the taxes that provide the welfare programs. Now, I'm in favor of citizens being eligible for public welfare programs, but only citizens should be able to get taxpayer money that has been paid by citizens. I do not feel that illegal immigrants should be able to qualify for welfare programs until they are citizens. If all of the illegals in this country who have U.S. citizen children were given amnesty with citizenship, then that mass of new citizens can begin to work legally and pay taxes, and a balance would begin to be noticed. But the Republicans don't want these illegals to be able to vote because they're all going to vote Democratic because these are God-fearing, Catholic, family-oriented people who do not want war. They don't want their U.S. citizen children going to war. These are peaceful, loving people, so they're not going to vote for Republican warmongers. And our country can't do without these people because they do all of the jobs that Americans don't want to do. And they're good at doing all these jobs. They are faithful, devoted workers, happy to have a job. And they do their jobs with dedication and determination. 
They know how to do anything. They can paint, put on a new roof, fix a car, cook, do landscaping. They're plumbers, electricians. They can do anything, and we need them in this country. But the way these things are now, this God-fearing Catholic family-oriented people are being corrupted by the current system because now four in ten children in this country are born out of wedlock. Seventy-six percent of these are black children, but the Hispanic community now has more than 50 percent of their children born out of wedlock. Now, early in my business, when the white people were starting to live together, not being married, the Hispanic community was still getting married. Because within the Catholic influence, the sacrament of marriage was holy to these God-fearing, loving people. But in order to make it here, since they could get aid to dependent children if they aren't married, well, now they're not getting married. It's an economic thing. But if they are citizens, they can get jobs and pay taxes and be independent and self-supporting, and then they'll be able to get married again, and they won't need welfare. The Age of Dependent Children program needs to be revised or perhaps stopped because it has not done what it was supposed to do. It has just become a mechanism for our society to be to be totally irresponsible concerning their sexual activities. You know, there really is no excuse for any child to be born today by accident. I would challenge every single woman of that 70% of the black women who get pregnant and who aren't married. Why did you not use birth control? Why did you allow this little child to come into the world when you knew you didn't have a father to help raise him or her, nor the resources to provide that child a chance in life? If women are going to be sexually active, they have a responsibility to make sure they're not going to get pregnant. This has always been the woman's responsibility. It is the woman who, in the moment, says yes or no. But single women today can be casual about this because they know that if they get pregnant, they can get an income for that child. It's almost like they try to do it. As the child welfare programs have become a way to earn a living for the 76% of black single mothers and now 53% of Hispanic mothers. Now, in the case of the Hispanics, the mother and the father of the child live together, and the father does work to take care of the family. But they don't get married, so the mother can get the dependent child welfare money, too. And in the case of the Hispanics, a lot of the mothers do stay home and take care of their children. I believe if the illegals were granted citizenship, that that would immediately reduce the illegitimacy among Hispanics because their Catholic faith is deep within the fabric of their soul, and they really want to be married. In the case of the blocks, the single mother is raising the child without any help or support, emotionally or economically, from the father. She's living in Section 8 housing and getting food stamps, totally supported by the hardworking citizens who pay taxes 
which is where welfare money comes from. You know, I sometimes think that people think that welfare is just free money from the government. Well, our government is of the people, for the people, and by the people. So people pay taxes. This is where the government gets the money, from the people, from people who work, from people like me who work and pay taxes. You know, Judge Judy on her daily show likes to point this out to those people who come into her courtroom. Many of them living on welfare or any or other types of government disability programs. And she will remind them, you know, I'm working today so that you can get all that money you get from the government. I am the government, and I'm paying all of your bills. I mean, a lot of these people in her courtroom who are on welfare, living in Section 8 housing, getting aids and dependent children and food stamps, come to court with these fancy hairdos and long, expensive, fancy fingernails and eyelashes and all kinds of jewelry I mean, that's why she asks them the questions about their income, because it's pretty obvious what she's trying to say. I read recently about the amount of money that black women do spend on their hair and nails. You know, I wouldn't care how much they spend as long as they were spending their own money that they have worked for and paid taxes. But when they're spending mine, I get upset, because that money is supposed to be for good food and a decent home for them and their child. Well, are you part of the mass who watches the news and believes that the newscasters are saying to you the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Or do you listen to the news with your heart? Because down in your heart is the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And if you listen with your heart, your heart will reveal when the news is telling you the truth and when they are manipulating you to believe what they're saying, which isn't the truth, but is reflecting someone's agenda. That person is the person who's paying for the news, because back behind news companies are investors. This is the money world. And the world of money wants to make sure that their ways of making money like waging war in places where their interests are, how about oil in Iraq and Iran, lithium in Afghanistan, and then they want to make sure that all of their products are going to continue to be bought by you, like the drugs for cholesterol and blood pressure and diabetes, not to mention the whole wide world of cancer, They want to make sure there are more and more and more ways to find cancer. Their sales pitch is to convince you that the best way to find cancer is to find it sooner. And this is such a hideous lie. This is where the use of the most destructive adjectives that I could find in the dictionary should be used. Hideous, horrendous, catastrophic, mind-boggling disastrous because everyone has cancer in their body at some time or another. Everyone. And the cancer people know this. So to keep their Ponzi scheme going, they want you to believe that the sooner you find it, the better off you'll be. 
because that allows the gargantuan gorilla of surgery and chemo and radiation to expand and expand and expand. The cancer people don't want to cure cancer. They want to expand and expand and expand until everyone who has cancer, and that is everyone, will keep using the cancer machine that's keeping all the hospitals open and operating and paying all their bills and keeping all the doctors busy making tons of money and keeping all the industries who make the equipment making lots of money. Cancer is the biggest money machine in the world, second only to the machine of war. So please don't buy into that cancer Ponzi scheme. Don't give another penny to any cancer research. Get out of that rat hole of desperation and death. I pray that you will hear this with your heart, because if you do, you will know that this is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Cancer is caused by traumatic emotional experiences. Those emotional upsets in our life that have caused us hurt and pain, betrayals, failures, loss and grief, and all of those times in our life when we were looking for love and got knocked down to the box, got a slap in the face, and were just used and abused. This is what causes cancer. I suggest you read the book Molecules of Emotion by Dr. Candace Pert because she proved in the laboratory that these emotions from all of our painful experience are stored in the cells, and she weighed and measured them. And the body's immune system tries to help us by trying to get rid of them. But we're so attached to them And we're so bogged down by their power and we can't let them go. So the body goes into a frenzy trying to get rid of them. And this frenzy is called cancer. Now you can begin to examine your own body and see if you could be beginning to have a collection of cells in a frenzy. Because if something hurts or isn't working quite right, then your body's telling you that there are some emotions in those cells that need to be released out of there. So you can just begin to look at what you've called bad experiences in your life, things that maybe have happened to you that make you angry, things that you've done that you regret, or things that someone else has done to you that hurt you or took advantage of you, and just begin to release all of those bad experiences out of your body. Now, you might need someone to help you do this, and there are several very successful programs that can happen, help you, but I'm going to tell you of two of them that I used. One of them is Heart Math, H-E-A-R-T-M-A-T-H, and the other one is EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Therapy. I've used both of these programs. I know they work. They have helped me get rid of all the bad emotions in my body. And I can tell you this, I will guarantee this to you. If you do this, you will never have cancer. Now, to get rid of the war machine is is also 
another big problem because this country is linked in our actual origin as a country with bombs bursting in the air. We sing this over and over and over in our national anthem, and our economy depends upon the income from war, the making of the instruments of war, and the maintaining of the facilities of war, all of the Army and Navy, Air Force, and Marine bases all over the world. And even in a peaceful society, which we are advancing towards, we do need to keep a good national defense system, even if, even if it is to just help us during weather crises or times of riots and acts of violence and abuse within the society. I would like to see this country take a turn towards individual responsibility, each person being responsible for just themselves. If we would each one just start being responsible for ourselves, just see that we have all of our own needs met, not asking anyone to give us anything, just to take care of ourselves. Because that's what you have to do first before you take care of your neighbor. You have to take care of yourself first, whatever that involves. You know, this used to be the foundation principle of the Republican Party, individual responsibility, because we are a nation of freedom and justice for all. But somewhere along the line, this country has become a nation of crybabies, people with a victim mentality, people who feel that they deserve to have somebody else take care of them and pay all their bills and let them just be a sick and helpless, disabled person, unable to take care of themselves. We have developed so many different ways to be sick and and disabled. It just staggers me, my imagination. So now, in addition to the 24% of the national budget going to pay Social Security benefits, An additional 35% of our tax dollars now go to all of those welfare programs that allow people to just be sick and helpless and disabled and not work. And I believe that all of this public assistance tends to propagate a sick and helpless, disabled, weak people. And then pretty soon we just end up a nation of inertia. Now, I talked about this on my show earlier this week, what is inertia, what causes inertia, and how you can get out of inertia. So you can go listen to that show, because I feel at this point we are at a tipping point. We need to tip up towards individual responsibility now, everyone beginning to take care of themselves. So as you listen to the news, are you listening to hear how how about things that are going to help you be more independent and self-sufficient? Do you want to be more responsible for yourself? Would you like to be rich and famous? Well, I know you said yes to that. You know, you don't need to just look at the Kardashians and wish you could be a Kardashian because you can begin to make your own life better right now. You can start today to do one thing towards making something for your life that you have always wanted. 
And, you know, the Kardashians, Kris Jenner is the mastermind of that enterprise. That mother saw to it that her children had everything that they needed and wanted. And I want to call to all of the mothers today, begin today to see that your child has everything that it needs and wants. Kris Jenner didn't do it with public assistance she made it happen through the avenues of capitalism, which flourishes within a society of freedom and justice for all. There was an uh, article on AOL Today, 19 startup jobs that could make you rich. Now, my last reflection tonight about the election issues from the headlines this week is the people who are having the federal government spend millions of dollars to investigate Benghazi to put Hillary on the spot are actually contributing more to her campaign than they realize because this preposterous investigation so long after the fact to coincidentally engage Hillary as a presidential candidate as a means of discrediting her is actually giving us an extremely good look at a very mature, knowledgeable, calm, and level-headed person who actually could make a very good president. (laughs) So as we watch the storm that's going over Mexico and heading for Texas, Hurricane Patricia, let us contemplate the political storm involving two major issues in this country, the illegals and the disability programs. And let's look to solutions that will work. Let's look to have leaders who will find these solutions. We can start the process to repeal the 14th Amendment, and we can stop all the welfare programs that encourage people to not be responsible for themselves, and that'll make this country not look so desirable to those who wish to come here. People who want to come here should know that they're going to have to take care of themselves if they come here. And black people need to start thinking in terms of taking care of themselves. No more illegitimate babies, please. If you can't take care of yourself, for Pete's sake, don't bring in another person who can't take care of themselves. So let's start upon the road to independence again, (laughs) individual independence. You know, I have a school that will teach you how to be in the wedding business, which also includes doing baby blessings and funerals, because people are always going to be born, people are always going to die, and people are always going to get married, and you could have your own business. And you, too, can become rich and famous. You know, one of my students who graduated back in 2008 is now selling their wedding business. They have made over $250,000 a year for the last three years, and now they want to retire. This could be your story. So just go to my website, www.marcian.com, and click on Wedding Academy. This could be your ticket into independence. And until next week, then, uh, uh, when we will take a look at next week's newsletter, uh, news headlines, this is Marcianne.